Well, hey, welcome to the One Big Thought Podcast. It's a podcast where we talk about real ministry for the majority. I'm Andy George, and joining me today are Jamie Buford and Ken Hester. What's up? We back. We're here. We're back. <laughs> We're back here. and ready to go. Let's do this. It's going to be a good time. Let's do it. Jamie, what do we want all of our listeners to do as a reminder? We would love our listeners to like, comment, subscribe, give us a five-star review, and share this podcast. There you go. That's good. Yeah, she nailed it. All of them. She nailed, nailed it. it. Nailed it. <laughs> well done. Yes. <laughs> hey, you. as always, we uh, absolutely love and appreciate everybody who are listening and hope that this is a good uh, moment for you in just leadership and development. And Ken, why do we call it One Big Thought? I mean, that's always a good good conversation starter. Yeah. You know, there's so many things going on in ministry and in life and, you know, your brain is overloaded with information. Sometimes even with podcasts, you, you, you're going, all right, well, I listened to that hour and a half podcast and mm. my life is now over. So what do I do now? <laughs> so what we want to do is with one big thought is we want to be able to give you something very easy, very practical, but also in bite-sized chunks. Yeah. So 20 minutes on your drive, 20 minutes while you're working out, 20 mm-hmm. minutes between meetings where mm-hmm. you can just kind of like decompress, gain a thought, Maybe put some practical application in, and uh, and and this week, you know, we're going to continue the conversation around hope, which is pretty awesome. I think, yeah. we, think we think we started that off really well last week. Yep, and giving people hope, why you can have personal hope, is really where we're focusing this week. These first two weeks on, we're going to continue in that and in, in ministry, um, how to continue to to build hope in your ministry as well. But it starts with you. It starts with you as a leader, and if you are lacking in hope or, or, or feeling like you're floundering, then <laughs> it's, it's hard to lead out of that, mm. you know? So we want to be yeah. able to give you hope, um, in your, in your walk around the neighborhood, in your workout, in your drive to drive to work, whatever you need to do. But in 20 minutes or so, we'd love to be able to encourage you and give you something practical to take away. Yeah. And a lot of this is driving out of, uh, what we're seeing happen in the world around us, uh, as of the time of this recording, going into the fall. And, uh, you know, just a lot of people are looking for what's next and mm-hmm. hoping to get out of what we're currently in. It feels like every time we start to kind of get out of whatever's happening, we're getting pulled back in, mm-hmm. meaning things like COVID or wars or hurricanes right. or yeah. you right. know earthquakes or whatever it is. Uh, now there's flooding as of, you know, in New York yeah, uh, and New Jersey that. and those areas. Yeah. And so, you know, it just always seems like there's something coming. And it can be real easy to start to lose hope. Mm-hmm. It can be real easy to start to wonder, okay, what's the purpose of all this? Where's God in all this? And then, of course, that translates then into our personal lives because we all have our own stuff too, right? Can I drop a sweet quote on you? Sure. <laughs> this comes from Lost, the show Lost. I was watching that. Amazing. <laughs> wow. A throwback. Throw- Hello, 1990s. Throwback. 2000. <laughs> Early 2000s. Yeah. Uh, we were watching it as a family. We were kind of rewatching the series, uh, and it was right in the midst of everything. Wait, you let your kids watch Lost? I did watch. My kids mm. loved Lost. That's parenting one hundred and one. They're a middle right schooler there. and a high schooler. They're not. They're okay. not littles. Um, but listen, this this one character was like trying to encourage the group, and this other character, this sort of pessimistic one, is going, "Why are you trying to encourage this group of people? Like there is no hope." And he turns to him and he says, because hope is a dangerous thing to lose. Mm, And it just, I was like, that is the truth. Like it was right in the midst of the pandemic when we were rewatching this. And I was like, that is such a true, true Mm, statement. That's right. 
That's really good. Yeah. Hope is a dangerous thing to lose. Yep. So here we go. We're going to talk about hope today, part two. And what we're going to do is focus on personal hope, as Ken said. Uh, the next two sessions, or next two podcasts are going to be about the church, which I think is going to encourage a lot of people. All right, I'm going to kick it off because this is just the first one that, uh, that I think is a good way to start. And that is just a reminder that we have hope because honestly, we've been forgiven. Mm-hmm. So again, right, these aren't major doctrinal theological like shattering new things. <laughs> Whoa, my I know, I know. But, you know, Ephesians 1, 7, and 8, in him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses according to the riches of his grace, which he lavishes upon us. And so I think it's just a good reminder that, you know, that God has forgiven us. And I, I want to associate guilt with that, because I think a lot of people understand forgiveness, but don't know how to leave guilt behind. And that's where the hope starts to lose. That's where the danger of lost hope. I tell you what, that's a guilt and shame is where that gets real dangerous because Mm. we know, we can know in our head and even in our heart at times, like, okay, we're forgiven from all that stuff we used to do. But then that guilt and shame, Mm. I mean, kicks in. I mean, Mm. I'm sure that all of us probably deal with some sort of sense of Mm. that where, and it's just the enemy coming at and trying to say, oh, you're you're so good. Well, remember when you did this? And mm. remember when this happened? Remember when you lost it last week on that coworker? Yeah. You know, remember when you yelled at your spouse? Remember when you thought those thoughts about the person driving in front of you because they're driving too slow? I mean, on and on it goes, right? Sure. Or, and then all the way to, like, you know, politics and uh, everything else that's going around. I mean, just so much negativity, and it's easy just to have the enemy get a foothold where, like, oh, who are you? Especially your ministry. If you're a ministry, I think, I know I struggle with this every single Sunday. In fact, I have this little, like, kind of, same prayer before every Sunday morning. It's like, because every Sunday, like the enemy's going, you're going to and speak in front of all those people. Mm-hmm. Hmm. You know, you're not good enough to do that. You know, who do you think you are to say that? I mean, right. it's, it's a real thing. But to know and remember, oh yeah, I'm forgiven about that is a pretty powerful sense of hope. Well, the thing, mm. you know, the you're, you mentioned your past is a thing that, you know, usually trips all of us up. You know, the things that you wish you could go back and change or regrets that you may have. And, uh, I, I heard one guy say one time, um, you know, you're going to crash your car every time if you only look out the rearview mirror. Hmm. Oh, yeah. And that's it, really good. You know, it's like, yes, you need that perspective. You need to know, uh, you know what? Yes, I can learn from that. I can learn from what was behind me, but I need to focus in hmm. on what's in front of me and where I'm going and that I am forgiven. And, and I think that too many people crash in life mm-hmm. in ministry and, you know, in finances and marriage and everything else, because they're so focused on what happened to me that hmm. ultimately you can't, you can't change that, Yeah, but yeah. you can't really affect good. what's in front of you. You can make the, make the right turns and make the right, um, you know, dis- decisions moving forward. So number two is God has already equipped me with everything I need to face whatever comes my way. And uh, you need to be reminded of that. That's where hope really resides is being reminded that God has already equipped me with everything that I need. You know, I, I have been given, um, gifts. I've been given talents. I've been, been encouraged by the Holy spirit. Um, Ephesians six, 10 through 13 is just a great reminder of all of those things as well as finally be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. And that is such a big piece of who we are. Is 
I know that I struggle with putting on the full armor of God. <laughs> do you do, do you're talking about routines, mm-hmm. getting ready to, to, to go and preach, but your routine for your day, mm-hmm. I try to like put on, have I put on the breast, breastplate of righteousness? Have I done the things that I need to do in order to make today successful? Yep. And, um, it's you know, a choice, right? It is. It's you got, a choice. You're able to put mm-hmm. it on or off. And so, you know, you can put on what God's given you, which means you're equipped. And if you don't, you're not equipped. It's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing as the armor. If you don't wear all the armor, then you got a weak spot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then that's where the enemy's going to attack. Yeah. Awesome, guys. Number three, Jesus welcomes my burdens and concerns. Do you have any more sweet quotes to lay on us? Let me drop you guys a sweet <laughs> quote. <laughs> so far, you guys are like two for two on I quotes know, I know. It. It's my turn, right? Yeah. So you guys on a First Peter 5, 7, casting all your anxieties on him because he cares for you. You know, we pray. Um, we have an altar time in our services every Sunday. And when I'm up there and I get the honor of praying with some, some people from our church body, I almost always thank him that he is a God that we can come to and lay our burdens and our requests Mm. at his feet. Mm -hmm. So that definitely fills me with hope. Yeah. And he invites us to do that. Yeah. It's not like he, it's not like Jesus is burdened with our burdens. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like Jesus is going, Oh, here comes Jamie again. (laughs) (laughs) Let's again. just deal with this again. Here we <laughs> yeah. go. No, yeah. he actually says to come and to lay it down there, and, and he welcomes that, which is powerful. The fourth one is something that uh, that I have to believe. Mm. Otherwise, it's, you know, I know uh, forgiveness and salvation is pretty important. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But this one, pretty to me, is a very, very important one. That is that my better days are still ahead. Mm. Like, to really just truly believe, like, my, my better days are still in front of me. I mean, I don't know yeah. why... And how you can live life thinking that your best days were back in high school yeah. or back in college or like 10 years ago. Yeah. Or I don't want to live a life that's like, oh, I could have been somebody mm-hmm. or I could have done that. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and now I'm at the age, I'm 47. Wait a second. Question mark? Yeah, 47. <laughs> yeah. I think it's 47. Sure. It's your age. You can be however old you want to be. I think I'm 47. But I'm at that age now where I definitely have those moments where I'm like, I could have done that. <laughs> If I would have stuck with that after college, I could have really done, I could really get, you know, and it's like, it's, you know, it's easy to kind of get in that. I think that's why people have those midlife crises, which Mm. I haven't hit mine yet, but I imagine that's what it is. It's like that moment of like, I've always wanted to do something. I haven't done it yet. And now I'm going to go spend 40 grand on a car, you know, or do whatever I'm going to do or travel the world. But anyways, greater days are still ahead. Ephesians 2.10, we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. I love that last part, that we have to walk in them, which means God still has good things for me to do that mm-hmm. he wants me to walk in. Mm-hmm. And it's just it feels good to know, hey, I'm going to be better tomorrow than I am today. Mm-hmm. And you know, it takes work, effort, but that's the kind of the goal. Yeah, and as we, again, focus in on what's ahead of you, um, regardless of your age, you know, um, I've got some... Some great parents, but they're getting older, and and I'm trying to encourage them to like be focused on what you still have. You're going to be your incredible grandparents. Like you've got 20, 30 years left still, you know, of great years to be uh, impactful in in life and ministry with your family. And I think that again, just the older that we get, we kind of go, oh well, maybe my best days are behind me. No, your best days are still ahead. God yeah. still has a plan for you. God still has uh, uh, goals for you and wants you to accomplish some things on this earth through him and with him. Yeah. 
And if we could focus on those well, things. Well, think and, about how many people in the Bible did some of their greatest work right at the end of their life, like late in life. Yeah. You know, mm, as opposed to like just early. It's like yeah. a lot of them, like a lot of our heroes of faith were heroes of faith old, mm. like that's, later in life, that's a you great know? Point. I even think through, you know, when it comes to sports and things like that, you know, I, I'm shocked more and more when they tell you the age of a lot of these coaches. You know, they're like, oh, yeah, he's 65, you know, and he's 72 or whatever. And I'm like, wow, you know, a lot of people are thinking retirement and these guys are still coaching strong, winning championships, doing Mm -hmm. those kinds of things, you know. And uh, I think that, you know, we we could learn a a thing or two when it comes to Jamie. Jamie's 57 (laughs) and she's still going strong. Right. You know, still lots of years ahead of you. He just admitted that he's 47. Yeah. He thinks he's 47. But he thinks he's 47. I think so. I so he might to, actually be 57. I'm still trying you to just do that. can't the, remember. You can. so. True story. I'm still trying to do the math in my head. <laughs> That's great. That's awesome. That's pretty accurate. All right, cool. Well, the fifth thing is this, is greater is he who is in me than he who is in the world. Mm-hmm. And again, with all the things that we face in the world, whether it's politics, whether it's racial injustice, whether it's you know pandemics, whether it's um, natural disasters, fires, you know, you, we're seeing everything literally everything uh, i was talking to a guy uh, yesterday actually and he he was saying do you think you do you think we're getting closer to the end times and i'm like absolutely every day every year that we are further separated from the resurrection we are now closer to the second coming so we need to expect these things in our lives like oh i don't know when those end times could be 50 years from now 150 years from now who knows tomorrow but what I do know is that greater is he that is in me than whatever it is that I face. Yep. And when we could be reminded of that, I mean, first John four, four, that is, that is the scripture yep. that you need to be reminded of on a regular everyday basis that no matter what you're facing, there is hope because the hope is found in, in God, the hope is found in Christ. And when we find that hope, we can be reminded that no matter what we're facing, no matter what the world looks like as chaotic as it may be we can be focused in on who christ is in our lives and that's going to always win like he's undefeated mm-hmm. <laughs> he's a million and zero yeah. like you know like he's won every championship ever so uh take 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 some heart in knowing that uh that you yeah. got you got an undefeated savior on your side yeah one of the things i like to be reminded of and even use on sundays often is that god has the final say mm. so your doctor doesn't Our president doesn't, you know, some other country doesn't, COVID doesn't, Mm. none of that has the final say. Uh, God has the final say. And so you kind of take comfort and hope in that, like, oh, all this is happening in the world. Yeah. God's got the final word in all of it, Mm -hmm. you know, and he'll kind of, he'll kind of bring it home and do it. He wins. Yeah, he wins. (laughs) (laughs) And he's on our side. Guys, let's wrap it up with this one. This one's very special. God is madly in love with you and he's jealous for you. Hmm. Who's going to sing the song? Right. Seriously, I know. Like, in fact, again, time of this recording. Last night we had John Mark McMillan yep. right. here, Who's and saying, uh, you know, yeah. oh how he loves us. Oh how yeah. he loves. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> I'm not going to sing it. The verse comes out of Exodus 34:14. For you shall worship no other god. For the Lord, whose name is Jealous, is a jealous God. Yeah, that's a pretty powerful it's, statement. It's where God powerful. is not just yeah. jealous, but it says like His name is jealous. That's mm. His character, and not in yeah. a bad, ugly way. Right. But in a very loving way, right? It's in a loving, like he doesn't just love us, but he like jealously loves us and wants us. And it just makes you feel pursued. Yeah, Yeah. that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Pursued, chases after us. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I'm not going to let, I'm I'm not going to let anybody else 
mm-hmm. right. have that have love. You. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's yeah. very cool. Yeah. So that's kind of a, a good reminder of how jealous God is for us and a reminder of who he is in our life and, and all that, and that he is so jealous for us that he pursues us, makes us feel right. incredibly special. And hopefully that's a good reminder for all of you who are listening that you are loved with a jealous love by God, and hopefully you find hope in that. So again, the key word today was what, Jamie? It was hope. Ken. Hope. Hope. <laughs> Let's go. There all right. Hope. And we do hope you have a great day, and we look forward to having you on our next episode. 